0: This is let your voice be heard. right here on WHCR, 923 FM the voice of Harlem. Nice. That song makes me want to just drink and
1: go to, want to the freak club. freaking rage, right, bro? And yeah.
0: fist
1: like all fist-pump.
2: night. Oh, yeah. Fist-p- I fist pumped way too much on Friday, which is why. Where'd you mm-hmm. go Friday? I was in Hell's Kitchen. Why oh. did you
1: not ask me to go? I, I sat was home drunk on for... Friday and watched Netflix by myself. I, oh. had a, oh, I
2: had a really bad weekend. I would worth. have
1: drank with you. So
2: I went with my friend James, and we went. Where did we go? We went to Grill in the Hill on 140th oh, nice. first, and then... Had a lot of drinks there. Then we went to my house, and then Marilyn was there with her friends, and they bought a big bottle of vodka and had lemonade. And I'm like, oh, so what's how did the you worst end up in Hell's happen?
1: Kitchen at some place charging twenty five dollars a drink?
2: So first, we were like just drinking lots of like vodka with lemonade, so I couldn't taste the vodka and listening to Juicy J. So then James is like, hey, this is a great bar in Hell's Kitchen. We should go. So then we called a cab from my place to Hell's Kitchen. That's ridiculous. And there was <laughs> like a
1: forty dollar cab ride. I, no, it was only like
2: twenty two bucks. Hmm. Which isn't yeah, it's really? not yeah, it's it's not bad to travel from Harlem to Midtown on a cab.
1: You know who else traveled from Harlem to Midtown?
2: The mother loving Pope.
0: Oh That's
2: very true. That's a good segue, right? That was a good segue. Are you done with your story? No, but I can finish it later, guys. I don't Uh know. Yeah, but the the bill was $130. and I only had two beers and one shot. I'm not sure how that happened.
1: That's called Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Wow. Hashtag fancy. Anyways, speaking of somebody who made a trip from Harlem to Midtown, and well, actually, more places than just that. Oh, yeah. Um, totally. You know, the Pope was here in New York City this week, and um, that's really the biggest news story. He was also in D.C., and uh, then he went. Today he's in Philly at a prison.
0: Right. So he started off. He landed, um, and he started off in Washington D.C. He addressed the U.S. Joint Congress for uh-huh. the first time ever, which was a major highlight in Speaker John Boehner's career. So and then, big like that he then retired. Right. Yeah. Hours later, he was like, "Look, I'm just going to end on this high note. What I'm resigning." Crying
2: during the speech. Yeah,
0: he cried during the speech. He, he cried as Pope as the Pope was addressing um, people on the. Um, from from like this this um I don't want to say like this canopy he was he was like behind him he also cried then too so he was very emotional and I think he cried when he was telling everyone that he was resigning on October thirtieth um sorry I didn't mean to giggle when I said that but so yeah um the Pope I mean. I have just been so in awe with the Pope. I mean, he addressed so many crucial issues. He talked about climate change. He talked about sexual abuse going on in the Catholic Church. He talked about poverty. He actually even met with some of the rape survivors or or Mm -hmm. sexually assaulted survivors. Um, He talked about um, income inequality, capitalism, everything that us liberals, progressives, um, are just like always pushing for and advocating for and then finally we have the the pope who was a non-polarizing figure. He's a religious oh, he's leader.
2: polarizing
1: but just religious right. leader. Right. Well, the Listen, thing he dined with homeless people instead yes. of with politicians. Yes. Right.
0: He was like, you know what? Forget you upper class elitist. I'm going go oh, to go talk to
1: some talked real about people. immigration. That's one yes. thing.
2: Yeah, that was did. really important. He said follow the golden rule that's yeah. I remember that. that and was pretty and awesome. he talked
0: about how he's an immigrant himself and how we you know, we are a nation of immigrants yeah. here. And he's talking in front of he said that in front of the Congress. So you have Republicans and Democrats who just kept applauding him over and over again. But I kept thinking in my mind, how are these uh, conservative right wing Christian Republicans really dealing with the pope right now? Because they're preaching. He was preaching everything that they're against.
2: There are some on the far, far right who have said he's the Antichrist. (laughs) No, I'm not joking. (laughs) I'm not. No, I'm sure. I wasn't. Yeah, no, that's true. I was in an event the other day and a guy was like, Francis is for F, the sixth letter in the alphabet he is the antichrist and he's he's what he's doing is bad he's not good he's a socialist they really don't like him no
1: they're just not actually christian because here's the thing right Especially somebody actually raised this on my on my page and they were like oh you know he went to congress he gave a speech he didn't mention god he didn't mention jesus he didn't pray who you know who's he representing um, so you know obviously this is a f- comment that a friend of mine made but my friend basically said he talked about fighting against poverty and hunger um, he talked about you know making Sure, not to imitate um, hatred and violence. Uh, you know, he, uh, he basically said that we should restore hope to people. Um, and then my friend went on to say, he's like, you know, based on what the Pope said, it sounds to me like he's representing Jesus. Yes, so Jesus um, That must be very confusing to Christians who oppose everything J- Jesus supposedly stood for. So it's creating this interesting dynamic where he's really talking about like the, ter- the church's teachings. Um, you know, and like it's sort of, some people are saying, oh, it's political, it's political. Like, I hate to say it, but Shepard Smith from Fox News had one of the best responses to that. And if we can find it, then maybe we'll play it on the outro when we're, you know, going into before we go into our next segment. But he said, like, the Pope's not being political. These are the things... That the Pope actually believes based on the teachings that are written in the Bible and that it's not political and that the re- people on the right that are having a problem with it, maybe they need to really reread their Bible and really think about their own self and look inward as to their own Christianity and their own politics um, before
0: they judge anybody else. That's absolutely true. And guys, if you're listening and you have a comment about Pope Francis, you want to call us up. The number is 212 650 you can also tweet us at beheard_radio. Uh, no, Shepard was absolutely right. Like I read prover- proverbs all the time, and one of the overarching themes is poverty and and being humble, and you know n- making sure that there is equal uh, distribution of wealth. I mean, it doesn't say that in the Bible in the Bible per se, but if you really take a hard look, that's what it's talking about. It's talking about you know living equally, li- living humbly, not living above your means. Well, I mean, I don't. I, I, you'll have to
1: correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know a ton about the New Testament. Most of what I know about is about the Old Testament because I'm Jewish and the Old Testament is like, you know, the Hebrew version of that is the Torah. Right. But if I'm not mistaken, didn't Jesus tell people, you know, if you want to get into heaven, you have to give away like your worldly possessions and like shed the wealth and, you know, the like if you are super rich and wealthy and you care only about material things, like you won't get into heaven.
0: Isn't that so, something like that? Jesus made an analogy and he said that it's harder for, or a rich man to make it into heaven than it is for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. And he also, this other man Ooh, came up to, this man came up to Jesus and was like, Jesus, I've been, you know, I, I, I've, I've sacrificed, I, I pray, I fast, I do everything. What else does it take for salvation? And he was a very rich man. And Jesus said, give up all your wealth. And he walked away from him. And he was very disheartened because he was such a wealthy person. And Jesus, in the Bible, they it warned so much about because. So caught up in materialism and capitalism and 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 corporate greed. I mean, it 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 doesn't use those words, but I mean, if we translate that and to see how that can be interpreted into our modern day society and into our lives, that's what it's talking about. And again, when you have these uh, right wing Christian. Republicans and politicians and you have the lobbyists in their back pockets and they're they're making these tax cuts and they're putting in legislation that only benefits the rich and the 1%. It really makes you question, who are they representing? Like, why call yourself Christian when you're fighting for the rich and your own self-serving interests? What about the people? And, you know, and what about the Bible? And I was so happy that the Pope brought that message.
1: You know, I just also wanted to put something out there just because I don't feel like we've said it, and we should. So the Pope represents the, he's the head of the Catholic Church. Oh, yeah. He doesn't represent all Christians, just mm-hmm. so that's clear, because as, you know, many of our listeners probably know, we there are many different sects of Christianity. There's Baptists, Evangelicals, Episcopalians, Methodists, Lutherans, Catholics, X, Y, Z, this list could go on and on and on and on. Um, and so the Pope really does just represent Catholics. However, the things that he are, is saying is broader than that, because, you know, he is talking about Christianity as a whole. And that's he's looking at the Bible. He's not just looking at teachings that were written f- specifically by Roman Catholic bishops that are only relative to the Roman Catholic Church. Stanley.
2: Yeah. And, and as we gush over the pope, there are a lot of people who are not happy with him. and They're not as vocal. I read an article earlier today in the New York Times talking about one of the more conservative members of the Catholic Church who has pretty high rankings and like was pretty critical of the pope and what he's doing publicly but talks about how their mission is to make sure that people coming into the church now that they're following very conservative teachings so there's there's a lot of backlash behind it this, the pope is not as popular as we'd like for him to be but i know we do have a call on the line we have miss deborah who wants to let her voice be heard miss deborah go ahead
3: hi guys how are you morning morning afternoon Listen, i just wanted to say I, I heard what you said and and, and i was for all of that too but you know um I I like the Old Testament, too. I find it much more interesting. And I also uh, think we should question things. I believe in Jesus, but I also know that the Bible was revised. And I think that when we read and look at words, we need to know what we're reading. So I don't know if Jesus told us to give up all of our wealth. I don't know that. And you don't know that either. And King James was not a poor man, and he revised the Bible. So, you know, I'm just putting that out there. Now, as for, for, for Pope Francis, you know, it was nice that he was here. Uh, I, I heard about, you know, John Boehner crying. I didn't see it, but I heard that he was crying. And then I also heard him on another clip where he said that, you know, they asked him on 60 Minutes why he cried so much, and he said that when he saw, you know, the, the children in America, you know, like he wants them so much to have the American dream. Really? Oh. What children do you see
2: that make you cry? White children. Um,
3: thank what? you,
0: thank you so much for that, uh, Ms. Deborah. I would just like to clarify because um, you know in the New Testament where Jesus was you know talking about you know no wealth in particular, he wasn't saying that you can't live a life of you know of great means. I mean, the Bible says that. Jesus gives us life and life more abundantly like he wants you to be happy he doesn't want you to live paycheck to paycheck that is not what Jesus um, was talking about so I just wanted to clarify that when that rich man did come to Jesus it was an example like Jesus just made an example of how people can get so attached to materialism and greed that it keeps them from having a strong moral character and even and even salvation and from God and if you want
1: to continue this theological conversation with Selena you definitely can. (laughs) can you can tweet her Miss Selena Hill, and and she will have this Bible study class with you on the internet. It will be great.
2: Selena knows the Bible like I know episodes of The Office. We have Brother Omar on the line now. Brother Omar, please turn down your radio and let your voice be heard.
4: Okay, my brother, I know the drill, and thank you for this very interesting subject. We talk about the Pope Francis, and you know we we've seen this movie before around the world, and I think that he is a man of love. But you know, he didn't talk about. The the we're talking about what he talked about what but he did not talk about uh, women uh, becoming priests, which is a very very uh, uh, important subject for a lot of the females. Remember that women in the Catholic Church are not allowed; they're allowed to be sisters, but they're not allowed to join the priesthood. And then he tap danced around the abortion issue and uh he, he it, for me he's a great politician i love I love him, but i I remember him coming up to St Charles Barmeo Church here up in Harlem, and in my youth, I used to be an altar boy there and uh there, there was always rumors about priests and and uh, not, not young boys but young girls. But uh, he mentioned about the the uh, the sexual uh, behavior of of these priests with uh, with the with the, with the young boys, and you know we just lost a uh, uh, monsignor Harris who was at St Charles on one hundred forty first street. Uh, he was alleged to have relationships with young boys in the church and now no one knows where he is it 's all on the internet. people are looking for him, and he was the highest ranking black. Uh, uh, a priest, uh, monsignor in, in, the, in, in the city of New York, if you can remember that case. So there's a lot of things that he tapped, danced around. I'll give him credit for going to the prisons and this, that, and the other. But he came here, uh, thank God, because we didn't see all these cops up here in Harlem. They were all downtown looking after him. We had to pay, there was over 8,000 cops, 12, uh, 1200, uh, uh, police cars guard them. plus he had his own army with him here i'm in uh harlem with uh, uh just my three amigos me myself and i so I, I want you to touch on some of the real issues that was not talked about oh
0: yes brother omar you are absolutely right thank you so much for bringing up those points because you're right Pope Francis did, you know, when he talked about abortion, he talked about it from the perspective of being pro-life. And when he talked about marriage, he talked about religious liberty and making sure that we keep that um, sanctified. And, when he, and he didn't talk about women becoming priests. And you know what? It just reminds me. Pope Francis is as progressive as he is and as liberal minded as he is, especially compared to other pontiffs, he's still operating in an extremely conservative institution. He can only go so far. The Catholicism itself is very conservative, and for him to come out and make these stands on you know, climate change and, and, and income inequality and poverty, it is something to celebrate. But yes, we need to continue to push the Catholic Church to make sure that they're bringing up these other very important issues and you're right even though that he he did meet with some of the um some of the sexual assault survivors um it wasn't good enough because he talked about it in the perspective of it happening in the past and it is still going on right now and he did say that there needs to be more oversight and he's absolutely right but we need to continue to push these issues to the forefront
1: no i agree and i think that's a great point that you're making selena but it also goes back to this sort of and and this is not really a religious divide but a political divide between social conservatism and economic conservatism right so on one hand the pope you know he's reading his you know his interpretation of the Bible, and that is making him fairly economically liberal, right? He's saying things that a lot of liberals say with respect to economics and taxes and distribution of wealth. But at the same time, then you have social issues, and on those, he's still coming down as fairly conservative. So that just shows you something, which is something I talk about all the time, that people aren't just left and right. That politics is about left and right when it comes to economic issues, and then left and right when it comes to social issues. And then although, as I said, I don't think the Pope was being political it just shows you that as far left as you can be when it comes to economics is also as far right as you can be when it comes to other
2: social issues i think all the pope is doing is boosting up the issues that most people will like and appreciate and this is what he said he was going to do when he first became the pope to begin with the catholic church is not going to change their stance on abortion the catholic church is more likely not going to change their stance on lgbt people and that's they don't necessarily have to. This is what they believe. I don't I don't agree with a lot of things that people believe, but it is their right. That is their church. These are the principles they have had for over 2,000 years. Are you really telling me because we don't like it that we should have to force them to change? No. Just like they cannot force us to change who we are and who we believe in, we can't do that for them. I'm just happy that this pope instead of harping on things that are problematic is actually putting a spotlight on important issues.
0: No, no. Very true, Stanley. Very true. Um, and, you know, Again, just to, to, to wrap it up, final thoughts. You know, I'm very happy that the Pope came and made this historic trip to the U.S. I don't know if he'll ever be returning, but he made such an impact here. And it even brought Congress together a little bit. I mean, everyone was just very joyous and just thinking and being more introspective about how we treat each other and how we treat our planet. And that's always a good, positive thing. And on that note, we're going to go to a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the, co- the rising cost of prescription drugs Right here and let your voice be heard.
4: She do it all night.